Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys are obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond. Enjoy this new episode. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. I would say that though, but genuinely enjoy. Hello there and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It is great to have you guys here and today we have another guest, Ian. Uh, I'm excited for this one, buddy. I reeled him in, didn't I? I reeled <laughs> him in. This you guy, reeled him in. This guy doesn't do many podcasts other than his own, of course. Uh, well, exactly. Okay, so today's guest, guys, is uh, trained as an optician. That all changed when he became a content creator for Guild, a big streamer, and you know him as one of one of the most successful podcasts, I think, in the world right now from the happy hour. Please welcome Stevie White Stevie to the podcast. White, Woo! White, Woo! You guys actually make me sound good. That's weird. <laughs> Mate. Your journey's been incredible, Stevie, though. Like, you've done some amazing things. But... I'm just really used to being introduced onto the podcast by my mate Jack, and he mugs me off constantly. So that was weird. It was like, oh my God. People are nice. There's nice people oh, in the world. This isn't right. We, we know each other. We, we've worked together. You know, we do a little uh, football show for, for Guild Esports. So I've been getting to know you, but you had hair before. And I, I want to touch <laughs> on the fact that you're now bald. But before we go anywhere, I think we should really break the ice by you showing everybody your foot. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Let me try and figure this out. Um, so for you guys watching on YouTube, you'll see Stevie's foot. This is a great chance to come over to the video and watch that. But on the audio, you can... Hear his foot. Yeah, that's the thing. But. It does, hear his foot. It yeah. does sound really weird just to go. This is a chance to show everyone your foot. Like I'm yeah, some. Yeah. What they don't realise is I do a podcast, but I'm also actually really big on OnlyFans and the foot fetish section. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean back. Comes. This is gonna look a little let's bit weird. Look. All right, okay. uh, let's do is it a soccer right? cast. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. That is horrific. Oh. That's what I'm currently dealing with. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's like it's like trench foot. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? What, how did you do that? Uh, football, and um, I um, it was really annoying because I'll explain the injury. But basically, some guy I took someone on. He slide tackled me from behind, but he got the ball. It was a fair tackle, but the ball barely moved. So I went, well, I'm still gonna score. So I jump. I had to jump over his tackle, and as I landed, my foot just rolled completely. Oh. And I've done this, oh. and I had to go to A and E, and I was there. I was only there about an hour and a half. They took me straight in for X-rays, and was like, "Yeah, we need to get that looked at." But um, as we were leaving, I was like, just there, like in agony, and I was like, "No, no hard feelings, mate." And he went, 
well, yeah, it wasn't really my fault. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and he just went, well, I caused it, but I didn't cause it. And I was like, well, you did the jump, bruh. It's your fault for the jump, right? That's not my fault. I took him on and he slide tackled me from behind. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is, this is true. But Four weeks, four weeks until I can walk like a normal person again, whatever that means. And then uh, six weeks until I can play <laughs> sport again. So um, I'm on. I'm oh, on. Mate. You, you've actually got me at the right time. This is day seven. Exciting. We're, we're, I thought you were about to say I want to. I want. Yeah, I thought you were about to say I want a copious amount of medication. So forgive whatever I say. It's probably blurry and weird. Um, well, mate. Well, thanks for being here. I mean, despite the fact you got the injury, it's it's great to have you on a, on our gaming podcast because mate, there's there's a lot to talk about. I also love the fact you've kind of come cosplay today as Kratos from God of War. I, I love the fact that you're looking like as this kind of. Uh, this Adonis on screen, right? This is fantastic. I've, I've got to say, since going skinhead, um, people are terrified of you me. You look so hard. People are terrified you look, of you me. You genuinely look really You do hard. look well I, I split up a fight between about eight people in a nightclub the other day. And Did I, you? Well, I couldn't say anything because as soon as I talk, they go a bit like, oh no, he's not hard. I, I, the thing is, is that Jack, we know, we know that he likes to, you know, up north we say rag, take the, take the piss. Oh, uh, yes. Um, Whereas yeah. with you, like now, I'm a bit scared to because I genuinely feel like you might kick the shit out of me. No, I'm, I'm, I haven't become any more capable of being more butch and manly than I once was. I, um, I'm still very, very flamboyant and me. I'm just, I've just got no hair, whatever that means. I just stare at people now. As long as I'm from a distance, people are terrified. You definitely look like you've got sleeve tattoos. Uh, That's the kind of yeah, vibe. Where you got a skinhead and a beard, it's like. He looks Nordic. He's definitely got there's some Viking history back, back there somewhere. So I'm 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 actually uh, starting to sort that soon. Um, so yeah, you so you wait. Yeah, I'm go I'm going all out. I was going to get one on the side of my head. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, <laughs> but I, I am actually. I'm I'm looking into it. So oh, you wait. Are we okay. getting guild logos or what? Is that what we're doing? Uh, maybe if they keep me on for a second year. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Stevie, just just for anybody who you know. Who might be new to the Stevie White experience? That's what we call it. Whatever that or, is. Or, <laughs> yeah, what is that? Oh, you know, just people who followed you for a long time and just thoroughly enjoy the podcast. Let's just remind everybody because this is what fascinates me. And and number one, when I first met you, the first thing that struck me is how unbelievably humble and modest you are. You're a lovely, lovely man, and and I love that about you. But like, how did a man go from training to be an optician? In Norwich, where you at the time? I think uh, in, in Bristol. In Bristol. In Bristol. Yeah. Sorry, you were training to be an optician in Bristol. You're, you're you're very close to qualifying to being the big Cahoney, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the big Cahoney. You you then retire and you quit that job because you are rapidly becoming part of one of the most successful podcasts uh, in the UK. Like, how did it all happen? Um. So I worked full time in an optician's the whole time I did the podcast. So we started the podcast in November of 2018. So we're we're pushing on three years now. We're getting old. People are going to get bored of us soon. Um, but <laughs> I was um, I was just in Bristol and Jack messaged me out of the blue and went, "I'm thinking of doing a new podcast. Um, do do you want to get involved?" And I was thinking and I was going, okay, what Jack normally does is starts a project and ends it after about a month. So there's no harm in, <laughs> no harm in giving it a go because he'll probably bin you it off soon enough. You have a good four enough. weeks, you know. <laughs> um, but it was actually, he, he was trying to think of someone to have as a co-host and he, he'd thought of um, YouTuber I'm Alex and then he wanted um, someone who he just knew he could bounce off of and was just friends with and he didn't care about the fact that the person was irrelevant. Um, so... 
his partner Fiona actually suggested me. She was just like, oh, what about Stevie? You guys get on loads. Um, and he went, oh, I hadn't really thought about that, but he's easy to bully, so I'll give that a go. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I agreed. We met in London for the first episode late October. Uh, met I'm Alex for the first time. Um, and he was wearing, he, his brand is Internet Sensation. And I saw him at a distance and went, oh, he thinks a bit, bit of himself um <laughs> and, and um yeah from there it just spiraled and um he's fired many a co-host since then and i i somehow stuck around but i was the first two years i worked full-time in an opticians in bristol um became assistant manager and yeah. um I was studying at the same time. So there's, there's a thing when you're in an opticians that they will pay for you to become an optician, essentially. Um, so they pay for my, essentially, a degree. And I got to just before my final exams um, and, yeah, had, had the opportunity with Guild and felt like, because of COVID, it kept getting pushed back. I should have qualified already, but I was about a year after already should have finished COVID ruined that. And I was like, I can't just keep pushing back an opportunity like this because I could lose that opportunity. Um, So yeah, now I'm here and this is my job, which is an absolutely crazy thing to say. I've gone gone from 11 hour shifts in an optician, standing up and speaking to old people all day to sitting down (laughs) and speaking to young people all day. So He's he's doing all right, isn't he, Sam? He's doing all right, he's doing all right. I mean, uh, I'm quite curious actually, obviously it's about I'm Alex. Did Did you have any kind of real knowledge of like the YouTube, obviously Jack's been entrenched in it for a while now, but did you have any idea of like the the YouTube space, if you will, like the creator world, like the gaming world. I mean, did you have any idea about any of this as well uh, or not? Nothing at all. I um, I still don't really, uh, which is quite <laughs> bad. We've The amount of guests we've had on where I've st- probably still not watched a piece of their content because <laughs> not, not in a mean way or... But I just don't. That's not what they. That's not what you're there for, though, Stevie. No, yeah. I, and like, I hate their content. No, I don't. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's like it's like KSI's on this week. Oh, he sounds nice. Yeah. No, but in reality, yeah. Strangely, KSI was um, the only YouTuber I really watched um, growing up in like late late high school. Um, sick form kind of years. I was watching his Welcome to Beast videos and all of that kind of stuff. But everyone else, yeah. like Chunks, has been on. I still haven't watched a single video Chunks has done, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch YouTube and um, I prefer guests coming in and telling me stories with me not having to fake a reaction. I want to hear yeah. hear about this video for the first time. But the amount of times Jack's mugged me off in front of a guest and just gone, oh, have you seen that video? And I'm like, no, no. And now they probably think <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> he does no research, but it's just because I want to be natural. Every, everything about Happy Hour yeah. to me is natural and off the cuff and um, we don't script anything at all bar jack knowing what questions he's going to ask but any question i ask is just just comes to me in that moment which is why they tend to be a bit weird well i think that's i think that's a big part of it isn't it like you say that that lack of scripting and and the fact that it is real organic i think listeners just want to feel like they're sat in the pub with their mates right yeah yeah we don't want them there with us but that they want that <laughs> <laughs> They were on another table, just looking over, thinking, I wish I was with that, those guys. I wish I was there. Just listening. I think I, you hear what they're saying? They're well, they're well yeah. fun compared well, to us. That, that's what we tried to do with this podcast, is me and Ian just kind of like talking about, well, a lot of it about games, obviously, and yeah. what's happening in that kind of space, but just kind of like, just just having a good time, really. I think that's what people like to listen to. Hopefully you guys listening now are enjoying it so far. But I mean, Stephen, that's the thing as well, is like with 
with with the podcast as well i'm curious with, with with jack obviously he knows the guests coming on he knows kind of like obviously you guys but he kind of probably books them and kind of it's a big part of that process yeah. does he ever get kind of a bit kind of nervous about any of the guests coming on thinking well this is a big one like i've got to make sure i kind of ask this this and this and you're there going i have i have whatever happens happens does he ever get kind of nervous about these kind of things yeah really? I, th- I think um i don't think he necessarily gets nervous about who the guest is um especially when he's had like ricky gervais he's recorded with about three or four times now so i, d- yeah. I don't think he necessarily gets nervous about the person but he does of course as i would get nervous that the episode's not that good imagine imagine getting this massive guest in just like you guys have today um and then (laughs) and then um it all just and it being a terrible episode still like it's it's all well and good being like oh my god we've got this amazing guest and then people just going well that was dull it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure especially when you've built it up and, and you have become so successful and popular as you are that Every week you gotta you gotta live up to the hype, right? Oh, uh, the amount of times we've left that studio and gone, what on earth was that? Not with guests, yeah. never with guests, but the the main <laughs> show, which is me, uh, Jack May, and Robbie Knox. Um, mm-hmm. The amount, honestly, we leave and just go. That was a car crash, and then Twitter that week is just people going, "That's the Love best it. episode you've ever done." And it's just yeah. like, really, oh, okay. If we just do terribly, they like that. So, was it was the one that's been like the, the biggest surprise for you guys? What was what's the one that you kind of thought that was total bollocks? It's, it's not going to go anywhere, and everyone was like loving it. Was there one that really stuck out? The um, this is without Robbie Knox. This was when we had um, a co-host called Doody Rhino on. We um, got to the studio, and the guest that day, I think, had their car broken into so they couldn't get to the studio and we were already there in london um because we travel to london every week to do the show um yeah. oh okay okay and we were there and we were like okay we've got no episode let's just go into the studio and just chat and see what happens um i did a tweet a couple of days before that about the perfect takeaway combination which i think is like a burger from burger king fries from mcdonald's gravy from kfc and then like a mcflurry so it's like mixing all these things together we spoke about that for a second and then somehow went on to meal deals and from then the whole meal deal meme was kind of born um yeah and lately it seems like meal deals are everywhere and i don't know if happy hour played a big part in that <laughs> or the catalyst yeah I, yeah because that, that that episode was almost two years ago i think so it's or maybe it was about two years ago so I have noticed lately, everyone seems to want to talk about meal deals. We can't, we cannot confirm nor deny whether happy hour is the reason that meal deals are as popular as they are. But all I can say is Tesco do follow me on Twitter. So I think they believe it. Love that. Tesco, Love bring that. The, uh, I just want to just briefly just weigh in on this because I, for a year, had the same meal deal. And it's, this is sad, but almost every day, the same meal deal. Okay. You, the same meal deal. Mm-hmm. This this what is it? This will be my first ever time rating a meal deal without being on happy hour. So this is this is um <laughs> this, is, this is a big moment. moment. Right. Southern fried chicken wrap. Okay. From Tesco. Good start. Mm-hmm. Sour cream and onion uh snacker jacks. Now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Low in calories. Yeah. He's a healthy Oasis. man. Bottle of Oasis. Which flavour? Here we go. This is big. Summer fruits, baby. Okay. Oh no. I wouldn't go there. I, I do That's prefer good. I do Talk prefer the it. orange one, but it is a little bit yeah. bitter, so I can understand your choice. Yeah. Um, so there, there is, <laughs> there's more to this than people think. People just think we go, oh, that's this out of 10. But in reality, you've got three, three kind of options in your meal deal there, haven't you? So we've yes. got the main, the snack, and the drink. Imagine each of those can be rated out of three. So that's nine out of 10. And then your final mm-hmm. one will be value for money because you know that's big. You go for a smoothie, you're smashing it out of the park straight away. So we'll give your main there, southern fried chicken wrap. Um, it's that's solid. Good. It's solid. I'll give it a 2.5. 
Snacker Jacks. Um, yeah. I actually randomly got had... the flavour, Yeah, not too calorific. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I'm known as the guy who got popcorn on a meal deal, which for that same kind of reason. So <laughs> I, I, I can't now rate We're you popcorn, low. Popcorn, Stevie, what? I was trying to lose weight. It hasn't worked, but it's fine. <laughs> um, let's go. I'll give you a two on those because they can, okay. I find they can be hit and miss. Sometimes you get some really flavorful ones and then sometimes you can put something in your mouth and it tasted like drywall. So That's true. It, it's a, That's true. So I'll give you a two on those. Um, the drink... I would have preferred orange, but I, I have been enjoying a summer fruits lately. I'll give you a two on that. And then value for money. Is that, a, I don't think it's the, I'll give you a 0.5 on value for money. And mm. if someone can remember all those numbers, you'll have your score out of 10. <laughs> um, so 2.5, 2. Was, 5, two uh, 7, I think. 2 against. 7 out of 10. 7. I've got I've got a way in here, lads. I've got a way in mine, mine as well. Okay. okay. Mine's, mine's, mine, I'm, going, I'm going the Sainsbury's meal deal. Okay, okay. you've already lost a point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just give me, give me a second. Give me a chance. Okay. Right? Okay. Now. Okay. Okay. For me, right. and I don't know why this is a go-to. Okay. I'm gonna go for a basic chicken and sweet corn. Okay. Chicken, chicken and sweet corn. corn sandwich. What? Okay. Sandwich. Chicken and sweet corn sandwich. Brown bread, yeah. white bread. Okay. It's kind of. I think it's brown. It's brown bread. Brown bread. It's brown. Bread. Okay. There's a, there's a, it may do a factor. A lot of chicken. A lot of chicken in the sandwich. I'm gonna go for salt and vinegar snacker jacks. Or if I'm feeling, okay. if I'm feeling a little bit bullshy, I'm gonna go for giant plain hula hoops. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then. Yeah. To balance out a bit of salt there, and then drink. I'll always go for a Ribena light. Oh, I love a Ribena. You're getting a three for the Ribena oh. straight off the mark. Okay, yeah, Ribena, Ribena light. That's one of my faves. I don't drink any drink with sugar in ever, really. So I'm, I'm glad you went for the light version. Um, Thanks, mate. The sandwich. This is the weird thing. I don't like sweet corn, um, and mm. I, I don't understand why I'm even qualified to rate your taste of meal deal. Um, <laughs> so this is pointless, essentially. What I'm telling you, Ian. You, Ian, you've got a seven, but it means nothing. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the drink. You can have a free crisp. I'm going to have to give you Thanks. the same a two. Um, I'd probably give you a two on the hula hoops as well, um, mm. or maybe a two. No, I'll stick with two just to keep it fair. Thanks. Okay. Um, so you're at got five. five there. Value for money, I don't think... Oh, they are big bags of hula hoops now, aren't they? Yeah. They're the giant size, like family size so ones. Not family size, but bigger. Yeah, they're about a quid. You're looking at about £2.20. Your sandwich... Oh, sandwich is probably about... Okay, value for money, I'll give you a one on that. Um, so we're at six. And then your final thing was the sandwich. That's the only issue for me. I'm going to have to give it 1.5. Um, 7.5 though you've beat Ian yes oh, come on what? he beat you yes, by 0.5 come on. it was at Sainsbury's mate yeah. but I tell you what it's, it, it's, it's a bit of a goat like the, the chicken and sweet corn it is basic but it's the, it's the, it's the level of ingredients you get in a meal deal it's a, there's a lot of chicken in there that's, yeah. that's that for me is you get bang for your buck there that's the biggest that, that's why you got that extra for the value for money Thank you, mate. I think we all know that the app, the absolute win when it comes to kind of restaurant meal deals was the Pizza Hut buffet. Oh, oh good. I mean, time. you just cannot fault it. I mean, pa like pasta salads and salad and pizza for like a six quid, mate. But I'd always go in like with the intention of getting kicked out. Like I'd always go thinking, <laughs> I, I want to be the guy who gets dragged out because he's saying you, you can't have any more. But it never happened because I'd always get too full within like 15 minutes because I'd get too excited. So you say this, I um, actually, I haven't been kicked out before. I, I don't know why I say it like I was about to tell an incredible story. Um, when I was in sick form, um, a group of friends and, uh, and I um, went to Pizza Hut to do a pizza eating challenge. We went, you know what? It's, it's all you can eat. So let's just see yeah. how many we can eat. And I 
was the joint winner with 23 slices. Oh, um, my Jesus. God. I'm a, I'm a big man now, but I'll preface this by telling you I was 15 stone when I was 12 years old. So I've been, I was a much bigger okay. man back, even even more so back then. So that they were, yeah. they, that was just before I started to go, probably should stop doing this. <laughs> that can't, can't be good. <laughs> um, but it was a great day. Were you the one, were you the one that your mates were like, oh, go on, you do it, Steve. You're, you, you love stuff like this. Were you that guy? Oh, they're looking at me going, oh, you love food. Is that where you're going with that? I, we, had the, we had the same thing in Argo. We had one guy called Robin who was always the one that you'd say, you do the challenge. And he, and he was like, he was very committed. Like he was one person. If you, if you challenged him, he wouldn't stop. He had to keep He'd going. Keep going. Until, like, yeah. Ends, yeah. Until he was like sick. I'm, I'm very, very competitive. Um, as, yeah. as Ian would know. Get me on yes, a crossbar challenge and I will not be stopping until we finish. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really competitive with everything. So like when uh, during one of the England games, some group of guys on a table next to us went, Oi, down your drink, race me. And I was just like, no, I don't know you. And then my mate was just like, you should probably do it. And I was like, fine, because I know I'm all right at it. So then I beat him and he was like, well, that was pointless. So <laughs> he bought me a drink out of it. So it's worth it. And yeah, anything competitive, I will be at all day. I don't know All why. Right, well, let's, let, so I'm looking back to you being 12 years old. You're smashing 20 odd slices of pizza. <laughs> when, when you get home, yeah. what video game are you playing? In that what era? a segue. Ooh. Love that from you, Ian. <laughs> yeah, in that era. I forgot this podcast was actually about gaming and not meal deals. <laughs> um, <laughs> 12 years old. I would have been playing back then uh, FIFA. I would have been playing a lot of. Um, how old am I? I'm 28, so when I was 12, it was FIFA 2006 would have been, would have been a blood. Do you PS1, oh, so PS1, PS1 era? Yeah, it must have been. No, PS2 what was your first PS2 ever must have been out by then. First ever Sega Mega Drive. Oh, Sega what, Mega Drive, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Alec, was it Alex Kid? There was lo- loads of games back then that, um, but so- Sonic the Hedgehog was my main. Um, and then as I, as I, grew and developed as a man um as a small child still i was probably then playing like crash bandicoot crash team racing um always been a bigger fan of that than mario kart so yeah, yeah i'm i'm yeah. i'm very old school Whoa! with those kind of games so this is the thing this is the thing that i've learned adam i don't know if you've noticed this there seems to be like a a bit of a theme when it comes to sega fans right i always mm-hmm. feel i feel like sega fans grow up with their sonics and their whatever team racings and then they transition into PlayStation, and then they probably stick with Play. Have you ever gone Xbox, Stevie? I did. Um, I think it was because I couldn't get hold of a PS4. Yeah, no, I had an Xbox 360. I really liked Gears of War and Halo, oh, so yeah, I kind yeah, of I too. needed those. I needed those um, for Xbox. And back then, PlayStation, I don't think were there. He is <laughs> there. Um, he is. Back back then, I don't think PlayStation were particularly doing too well in those like standalone games for so for PlayStation. Whereas Xbox had so many um, Forza Horizon, like Forza whatever they were back then. I really liked as well. So Xbox was. I needed an Xbox, really. But then as, yeah. I, as I grew and realised um, how stupid that is, I went back to PlayStation. And now on PC. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was the same. Um, I, I was I, I, Xbox 360. I had, I had PlayStation, I think, 2. Then I, I didn't do PS3. I went to Xbox 360. And it was games like, you said, like, Steve, like Gears of War, Mass Effect. I loved my Xbox. Yeah. Like, I loved these kind of games. Yeah. Halo was obviously great as well. But for me, the reason I went back to PlayStation was because I couldn't, I couldn't play any of the Uncharted games on 
Xbox. Uh, and yeah, I was, I'm like a yeah. massive, I'm like a massive Tomb Raider kind of like, you know, kind of yeah. third person adventure game kind of guy. And I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to PS, uh, I'm going to PS4 because I want to get like the Uncharted kind of games and stuff. And I haven't turned back since. I mean, I have seen, I don't know if you boys have seen like the kind of like some of the, um, the early access to Halo Infinite. It looks unreal. Like, it, it looks does. decent. It Halo's, like, I remember the first time I played Halo on the, on the original Xbox. Like, so my dad, right? So six months before the Xbox came out in the UK, my dad went to work in America and he surprised us all on Christmas morning with an Xbox. And it's, oh, it's it came a half a year before it came out. So I'm, I'm on the, my way to school on the school bus and I'm going, I've got an Xbox and I'm playing Halo and it's the best thing ever. And everyone's going, no, you haven't. Blah, blah, blah. I don't believe you and all this, right? And there's no, there's no way you could prove it back then. You can't just like get your phone out and show them a picture of you holding your Xbox or whatever. No one believed me. So I had to pick, like hand pick like five of my friends that I really wanted to believe me and bring them around <laughs> to show I'd them love to know the criteria. I'd love to know the criteria of these friends. <laughs> just people I wanted to impress, you know, but most of them were yeah. girls. Okay. <laughs> um, and and, and we bring them around and, and I'd show them. And the, the thing that everyone was blown away by on Halo 1 and it was the first time you would zoom into the grass and there would be individual strands of grass. And I would be like, oh my God, you can count the amount of grass strands. Why am I saying strands? What's the word of an individual strand of grass? Just grass. I think strand is fine. And also just, uh, uh, yeah, grass, bit, I don't, I don't know. Strand, <laughs> strand, strand. I'm, I'm with you on strand. Strand. I can't yeah. believe you're the type of person that gets a, an Xbox and you can, you can play these amazing games before most other people and you're there counting grass. <laughs> it says a lot doesn't yeah. it it says a lot about yeah. Ian but the point I was making earlier was like I, I feel like you're either Sega or Nintendo when you're growing up and like um, sadly Sega I did actually play a lot of Dreamcast because my brother had one and I thought it was like one of the most underrated game consoles of all time so far ahead of its time um, but when Sega died I honestly think that was a real game changing moment in the history of video game I think it's really sad they didn't deserve to go out on the Dreamcast because it was such a um, impressive machine. But I just followed the, the, the Nintendo linear, really. I went N64 onto the GameCube, onto the, uh, the Wii, onto the Wii U, onto the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. But, well, so, yeah. saying that, I did, I did have a GameCube, which I absolutely loved. Pokemon Coliseum was... Oh, oh what a great game. Such a good game. And yeah, po Pokemon's probably my biggest game growing up ever, as you can probably see by my stupid Pokemon things in my background there. Um, Did you collect Pokemon don't, don't cards? knock it. Uh, is that is that a Bulb? Is a Bulbasaur? Is that a Charmander? Uh, is that the, all the starter the Pokemon? Squirtle? And Pikachu. Well, if you if you had Pokemon Yellow, I suppose you can count that as a starter as well. So yeah, the only yeah. really annoying thing is, as you can see, Bulbasaur went. Nah, don't fancy facing straight. So he, he <laughs> his, oh, yeah. his, he's on the side. His on. is sideways, which is really frustrating. <laughs> Um, did did you did you collect Pokemon cards when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. I, and really, really annoyingly, I remember having a shiny Charizard as a kid. Imagine oh, if Steve, imagine I've if got, I that. I've got one. No, you've not, mate. I swear, Mike. Get it PSA. Get it, get it checked. Have you seen what you can get for that, Ian? What? What can you get for? Mate, last year they were selling for. What did Logan Paul go after the stream? I think they were selling for what? A couple of hundred thousand dollars. Shut up! What? Just any shiny Charizard? It needs to be in good condition. Yeah. So PS. So the PSA is that kind of like a condition of like you know kind of the alignment of like where it sits, like how you know how centered it is, the quality. If it's if it's if it's you know, at the edges frayed or anything, Stevie's probably got some kind of stats. Here for so us. I've just found one that hasn't even been um, checked on PSA, and it's uh, going for thirty five thousand pounds on eBay. Um, the PSA'd one, I found a 9.5. Ian's face. I found a 9.5, which is going for quarter of a mil. Um, I found an 
I have found an eight, which is only going... Is there... Can I decide? There's only one shiny Charizard Pokemon card, right? Uh, are you talking the original start, like the, start, the original Pokemon cards? The, the, when we were kids... You're talking this one. Oh, where is it? There? Yes! I've got that card! Jesus, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Just go. Just go. go and get now. No, seriously, I've got go it. Go get it sorted. And I can tell you how I got it. Just really briefly. I'm on a school bus. Top deck of the school. Top deck of the bus. No, actually, it was a regular bus on the way home from town. I bought a, a big backpack. I've got like five packs of Pokemon cards. And I'm opening them. And there's this kid behind me who's also opening them. And he's, and he's naming what he's got. And he's going, uh, whatever, blah, 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 uh, Bulbasaur. Then he goes, oh, shiny Charizard. And he just skips past it. And, I, and I'm going through my five packs. And I, I just turned around and I went, Five packs and a £10 note for your Chinese, your Chinese Charizard. And he, this kid had no idea what he was doing. And he just went, yeah, fine. And I just went, cheers, bro. As if it was like this like, real casual, like, good deal. And as soon as he gets off the bus, I'm doing, running up and down, like, going, oh, my God, I've got a Chinese Charizard. And I've got it framed. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe if you, Mate, if, you, if you've got it sorted, like, Stevie, I think you're probably with me here. You should definitely have that valued ASAP. It's worth, they're worth a lot. I mean, Logan Paul, when he fought Floyd Mayweather, put one in a massive like gold chain and wore it as a necklace. That's how valuable <laughs> they are now. How did I not know this? They are so honestly, right, it's get well, it's I'll huge. deal with that. You, you might not see me next week, Sav. So, yeah, you'll be off for the Caribbean somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that is mad. Oh, mate, that's that is madness. I, I, I'm gonna ask you again about the uh, you know, obviously, what GameCube and stuff. Did you on the on the Mega Drive, Steve? Yeah, did you ever? Did you ever play Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? No. Oh my God. Did you play it, Ian? Yes. Oh, sweet Jesus. I've never heard of it. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. And for listeners here who are familiar with retro style, like, you know, 16 bit machines like the Mega Drive. If you're American, the Genesis. Yeah. Doesn't roll off the tongue like Mega Drive, but still. Yeah. Um, you, you, it basically is the movie Moonwalker. The first level is like smooth criminal, whatever it might be. And you, your kind of weapon is you kick magic at like enemies. Mm-hmm. And then if you gather enough, you kind of have to save all the Annies. Like, Annie, are you okay? Yeah. In like windows <laughs> and behind bins and all kinds of, it's mental. Bubbles, the monkey gets on your shoulders and points the direction to go when you're kind of getting lost. And the best part about it is all the levels are themed. The smooth criminal is the first kind of chapter, then, then beat it, then whatever, the thriller. And then when you have enough power, you hold down the A button, Michael Jackson spins around and every single character on screen, be it zombies, whatever, does the dance together of like that it's particular so song. And then at the end he goes, ow, and everyone dies. Yeah. Mate, absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> And everyone dies. I think I have yeah. seen it. I'm, I'm just looking at images of it on um, Google now. Fantastic. Fantastic. Sav, you're going to love this, actually. You won't know this. I don't know if you do know this game, actually, Sav. Last night I was playing my SNES and I've got this... this... <laughs> Last night I was playing my SNES 2021. I love it. Carry on. <laughs> I, I, I've got this, like, rommed, don't tell anybody, <laughs> like, cartridge that has all the games on it. And yeah, I found a game called Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City. And it's like Moonwalker, <laughs> but, but you're just Michael Jordan going through these levels and you throw basketballs at people and slam dunking on zombies and stuff. It's just amazing. But yeah, that's that sounds them, mental. Yeah. I want a brand Chaos deal like the... that. Yeah. Yeah, too right. No. We want Stevie, Chaos in Norwich. Just headbutting like people yeah. with my skinhead. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you see the, a couple of years ago, there was a, there was a, a classic kind of like, um, I think it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal had a game a long time ago called um, Shaq Fu. Yeah, Shaq Fu, and, yeah. And they brought it back to. Did you about this, Steve? No. Like so, see, so Shaq Fu was like kind of basically it was like it was a really kind of it was like a basic like Street Fighter kind of style game, but you're playing as Shaquille O'Neal fighting these different obviously. enemies. Mental, obviously. <laughs> and then they they brought it back a few years ago, 
Um, and it was more kind of like a Streets of Rage kind of beat em up where you kind of like side scroller. But then there was also, they gave you kind of like an unlockable option mm. to be Barack Obama in the game. Yeah, as With expected. all your Kung Fu moves and basically Barack Obama and you go to France and just beat up the French. So good. It's fantastic. Okay. Only in video <laughs> games. <laughs> only, in well, video only in video games. games can you beat up the French. <laughs> yeah, just, I think, I, think, I, think, I think the end boss is like Sarkozy, wherever it was at the oh time, like the, the president. And it was just absolutely bonkers. Oh, that's why I love games. They're mental. Stevie. But for all as, the right reasons. As, as we, uh, you know, educate you on, on retro gaming here, on, a, on, on certain games that you're maybe not into. Let's talk yeah. about today. Let's talk about Guild. I know that you, you touched on it earlier. Um, you are part of what is a really exciting um, esports org. Yes. Ran. Well, I say ran. Um, backed by the one and only David Beckham himself. Love it. Love it. My um, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how, uh, you're, you're a content creator for these guys. And, and Gilder, an amazing, amazing org. Uh, I've been lucky enough to be part of a lot of the stuff that those guys have been yes. doing over the past year or so as they've launched up. And, and going onwards and upwards but how did you get involved with guild um thanks to happy hour really um well obviously because that's the only reason i'm kind of known online but um their rocket league team has a coach uh, who you know called gregan um mike and he um is was basically my simp he um <laughs> he dm'd <laughs> me on instagram um when he was doing a boot camp in london saying something like, oh, I'm in London. Um, it'd be cool to go for drinks. I was like, I don't know you. Leave me alone. Um, but, <laughs> but his... his I, I, I get quite a lot of DMs online, which is weird because why do people care about me? But um, I saw his profile picture looked quite professional and it's it's rare for someone to have like a professional profile picture on Instagram. So I clicked on his profile and I saw that he was a Rocket League coach and I was like, I'm not going to go for a drink with you, but you're more than welcome to play Rocket League with me and make me better. Um, so we started playing Rocket League together. Um, then it grew on to playing Among Us together. And I think he then kind of pushed my name forwards at Guild, to my knowledge. And um, because I'd spoken to him that I was going to get into streaming. Um, Great guy. Once Great. I moved to Norwich. He is. Lovely, lovely fella. It's so weird, it's so weird that I had a similar experience. So I joined an Among Us lobby. And Gregan was the first person to welcome me to that kind of like that lobby and be like, hey, welcome him. And he was so nice and charming. That's I was like, so, cool. so random that we all know like this guy. But what, what, what a ledge. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. this. Well, well, with, okay. Without him, I wouldn't be here now. So thank you, Mike. You're a hero to some. We love you. So being, so being a content creator for Guild involves lots of different things, doesn't it? Like you are, you feature in adverts, you yeah. wear bald caps before you actually wear bald. Um, <laughs> Did you dress as like Morpheus from The Matrix? Yeah, so um, I'm ba basically they've, they've gone, look, Stevie, you look a bit like a model, so you should really be on these shoots. <laughs> Don't know why that was funny. Um, and then... <laughs> I was looking at Ian's reaction. I was well on board with it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yes, yeah, so I've, I've done a few like photo shoots for like their apparel and stuff with them. And then this one was, it was crazy. So I knew of the idea before we went and I knew I'd be wearing a bald cap. And I was just like, mm. you know what? And it was basically um, da Danny Lopez, who is just incredible at what he does. What his, his brain comes up with these just crazy ideas. And um he, he basically went to me, look, I've, I've got an opportunity to make you look stupid. Um, will you do it? And I went, yeah, of course, <laughs> more than happy to. And yeah, we go to this shoot, which was for um, Guilds and Samsung's partnership. And um, yeah, I, I, I spent about two hours being put into a bald cap, 
then had to stay in that for about eight hours in a day. And what you don't think about when you're wearing a bald cap is that you're still sweating underneath it, but there's nowhere for that sweat to go. So at the end of the day, we cut open the top of it and oh pull it God. out and it's just a puddle. Absolutely oh. disgusting. Wow. Um, oh my gosh. And then less than a month later, I've shaved all my hair off. So Guild probably hate me for that, but um, <laughs> I hate myself for it. Is it, is it? It's quite a liberating, though, when I think you've got no hair, you wake up in the morning and think, I don't need to do anything. Oh, it's just sorted. Honestly, it's the easiest thing. The amount of times Ariane's been, uh, my partner Ariane's been like, oh, um, we're leaving in about 15 minutes and you haven't even showered. And I go, yes, I get in the shower, I put clothes on and leave. It's that simple. I do nothing else. Um, but I, ha- I have been shaving it constantly every couple of it days. I think it really suits you. Every couple of days I've been getting rid of it. Thank you. Thank I, you. I'm glad I it doesn't look as bad. As I expected. Just, You're morphing into Zangief as well from Street Fighter 2. I like it. It's a good look. I used to love Street Fighter. Um, what a game. Yeah, I was... just want to do a quick cheap pug, really, actually. Okay. Do you mind if I just jump in? Let's you talk go. about the FIFA show. Let's talk about the FIFA show really quick. Yes. Yeah, tell me, I want to hear, this is, the, is this where the crossbar challenge comes from? Yes. So, me, we, um, last season, FIFA 21, we uh, we did a show for, for Guild called... Evie, do you want to... <laughs> We was hoping to change the name of season two. Yeah. We shall see. But um, basically, me, Stevie, and FIFA streamer TN25, who's an absolute legend, uh, come together and we are joined by a celebrity guest every single week. And we, we've had some amazing guests on. We just talk all things FIFA. We have lots of fun challenges and stuff. Who was the best two or three? Or the best one or two? Pie Face. Pie Face was, was awesome. Asim Chowdhury. Yeah, um, he was yeah. great. And Patrick I, I, Bamford was great. Patrick, Patrick Bamford, Bamford was, was very awesome. good. The, with with yeah. Pie Face and Asim, we then stole both of them for happy hour as well. So I've spent a bit more time with them. <laughs> and um, yeah, absolutely brilliant people. Asim Chowdhury is one of the f- my favourite people I've ever met. Um, yeah. But yeah. When, when, he, when that commercial came out, I think it was for British Airways, was it? Yeah. Was he the kind of thing that, it, um, oh, honestly, he had me in stitches, man. I could watch that over and over again. Yeah. So funny. Well, in, in the episode of Happy Hour we did with him, we were talking about all the things that he's been in. And I went, oh yeah, and that British Airways ad. And he went, no, that was just some other brown person. I was like, brilliant. You've made me look like a right. <laughs> <laughs> you made me look awful. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's uh, it's been it's been a it's been great, and we've you know we had um, oh, who did who else did I really like on there? Josh Josh Peters and actually managed were, yeah. were really funny, and as well. and we absolutely destroyed them at FIFA, so I enjoyed yeah. that as well. Question is, when when's Beck's coming on? Is this not this this could easily be a thing? Surely, I think you know I've been pushing to get Romeo on first, you know, just to 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 get ease into it closer to. to <laughs> I think uh, Romeo's probably into it, but yeah, uh, if if you're listening to this, you want to see more of Stevie White, and you want to see our FIFA show. Um, just search, I think it's 7Fs. <laughs> it is 7Fs. Seven 7Fs. <laughs> seven um, on YouTube, the, the, all our, our previous episodes are there and they're pretty, pretty timeless, so I'd go check them out. AJ Shabil, I think, was our, our last and latest. Yeah, he was, he was a good well, guest well, as well. A really funny well. guy. Do you, aren't you filming it as well, like on an AstroTurf pitch somewhere, like a goals or something? Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's actually, I believe it's owned by... Um, Anton Ferdinand. Yeah. Um, is owned by Anton Ferdinand. Well, yeah. it was weird because we were Love we it. were doing a shoot on one of the days, and we yeah. we wrap up um, a segment that we're doing, and then we just turn, and Anton's just walking on the pitch and comes over and goes, "How was that?" And I'm just like. Yeah, we we um, destroyed him. We won that game quite easily, and then he was like, "Oh, I'd love to get involved." And we're like, "What's just what's happening right now?" What? And then we- Anton's like, "Does anybody want a drink?" I'm like, "You know, all right." <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's no, amazing. I mean, I, I guess with Guild, are you kind of like, um, are you are you are you kind of 
I guess contractors kind of do a certain amount of like, you know, kind of shows or streams? Is it, is it kind of like a quite an organic thing? It's essentially that I stream as a content creator for them. So um, I wear their clothes, but I don't have to wear their clothes anywhere near as much as I do. I just really like them and they're so comfortable. So I wear it all the time. Like there's <laughs> at, at no point could they have said I had to wear it today. But I am because I because I like I like the they clothing. look really they look super comfy. They are like, well, like Ian knows good as well. quality. The the new the new ones as well are really soft on the inside. So just wear them without t shirts as well, just because it's com- nice against my skin. Uh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting extra steamy insight. Um, but yeah, Man's not wearing, you, that means you got to wash them more. Though the thing about a good hoodie is you wear a t shirt yeah, under it and you can you can rock it for a it's, while. It's only occasional. I've got two of this same hoodie, so one of them I'll do without the t shirt. One of them I'll wear with a t shirt always. Uh, I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I've done this okay. before. I've worn clothes before. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I stream. I stream for them, um, and then yeah, I get to go and do things like the FIFA show and um, all these photo shoots and like nice kind of like video filming days. So yeah, it's it, for me. It's it's absolutely nothing other than the fact that I get to say that I'm. If anything, it's just a lovely thing for me to be able to say. Oh, yeah. I, I do stuff for them. Um, which is class, yeah, really so good. Honestly, Ian, you're always talking to me about Guild and how much you enjoy working with, with those guys as well. It sounds like an absolute riot, like it's like so much fun. I mean, with, with the streaming side of things as well, like games that you're playing today, like now, are they, are you kind of just, is there, are there some favorite games that you love to play regularly? Is it kind of more casual stuff, more competitive? Like what, what, what are you playing these days? Yeah, so um, I thought, you know what? Streaming sounds great. I'm just going to get to play games all day and people are going to watch me. It turns out when you do a podcast where people just like hearing you speak, um, what people like you to do online is just continue to speak. So um, a lot of my streams end up just being chatting because I'm just, the chat's going and I, I'm really responsive on street when I'm streaming. So if someone writes something, I want to reply to him and I want to, so I'll end up having a conversation for about two hours and then someone's like, are you going to play a game? And I'm like, yeah, I was meant to, but you lot keep distracting me, um, which is nice. It really helps when the conversation's flowing. I can go for ages, but the majority, the main game I play when I'm streaming is Rocket League um, because I'm all right at it. I'm all right. I'm not brilliant, um, but I'm all right at it. And I find um, I could I could sit on Rocket League and out of nowhere, three hours has passed. And I'm like, oh, oh, that was that was good. And when you're streaming and you're, you're making sure you kind of keep up with consistency and hours and whatnot the best streams you can do are ones that just go like that because you're like, Oh, that was, that was easy. So yeah, Rocket, Rocket League is the main game. I'm going to get back into FIFA. So when, if we, if we do come back for a second um, series of the FIFA show, I'm, I'm going to be a beast. If I'm completely honest, I'm going to, I'm going to be at, I'm going to be better than uh, TN. So uh, <laughs> I will get back into games like that. And I'm debating starting some Warzone soon just because I enjoy the game. And I finally got an Xbox controller for my PC because my PS5 controller, which Spider-Man is struggling to hold back here, um, won't, won't <laughs> doesn't, work. doesn't link up. It's weird, isn't it? It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I can't get it to work either. Yeah, my PS5 controller works for um, Rocket League and stuff, but it doesn't work for anything Battle.net. No idea why. Uh, PS4 controllers do, though. So I've got an Xbox controller and a PS5 controller just to play it safe. And I'm not the type of person who goes, oh, I'm not going to hold this controller. How dare you? I'll just... <laughs> It's just the same buttons, just on a slightly different shape. So yeah, <laughs> I've got no issue with that. It's I mean for you as well with um with the streaming elements as well. I know that you recently you did like was it a tw- was it a twenty four hour stream you did twenty eight hours? Yes, twenty eight. So what, this we, is what, this tell is, us about this. This is what led 
to Stevie's bald new look. And I know that there were transitions within there where you, you, your hair changed colour and all sorts, but the main thing that came out of it was you raised some money for an incredible cause, Stevie. Yeah, so I'll, I'll skip past the sad bit just so we can keep the podcast nice and happy. But um, me and my partner um, lost a baby at the start of the year. And as soon as that happened, I said to her, I was just like, look, I want to, well, we both said we want to do something to try and give back to um, either a charity or some some kind of people that we know could help in the situation we're in. Um, and there's a charity called SANS, um, which is a stillbirth and neonatal death um, charity. And they basically help families who have been through what we went through. Um, and I'd never heard of them before this happened to us. So I thought not only will we hopefully raise some money, we'll also be able to um, kind of just get the name out there. So if there is anyone in that boat and they're struggling, it's a, it's an organisation they can go and go and speak to because it's all completely free. Um, and I thought, OK, how, how, how do I raise money for this? And I thought I'd use my newfound online popularity, whatever that is, um, and the fact that I stream. I turned 28 years old, so so um, a friend of mine, um, YouTuber and streamer called John Rochford, did a 32-hour live stream on his 32nd birthday. So I went, look, I'm younger than you, so it's going to be easier for me. 28 hours works perfectly. Um, and the way I decided to raise money was set goals. And in my mind, I was like, £3,000 seems like an amount of money I could hit. So at £3,000, I said, I'll bleach my hair. And I thought I'd end the stream and I'd just have blonde hair. But I also set a target at 6000 which was to dye it blue. And then I set a £10,000 target, which was to shave it off. And of course, um, if you're watching this, you can see that we definitely raised over £10,000. Ten that is, that's that is incredible. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. When, I, when, you, when you put that in a context that... You and, and your wonderful partner sitting there in front of a camera for X amount of hours. Yes. Managed to, to, to bring that. What was the end total? Um, 11,000 pound, 11, 11 grand and 10. I think there's a random little 10 pound on the end there. Um, some incredible people dropped in and helped out throughout. So during that night slog where it's like two in the morning and then five in the morning, I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Pie face raided me at about two in the morning. And wow, dude. You, you know, when you get that rage, you're suddenly like, you're suddenly like, oh, hello, we're streaming. This is a thing. Um, yeah, so that, yeah. that really perked <laughs> me up. And then at five in the morning, Zerka from the side and Josh raided me um, and these normally um, you've streamed so you'll know like when when you get a raid you need to really try and keep those people and it's not the easiest thing to do because they're not your audience but um, they were insane I, they brought thousands over and a lot of them stuck around for a lot of time um, I had a little bit of help by the fact that they kind of knew who I was as both of them have been on the podcast but mm -hmm. yeah. also I think that charity element and the fact that the charity was so close to my heart really made people kind of um, get involved in it. Um, but people were just donating money that like, like Ben Foster dropped in and donated a silly amount of money. Um, I think Calix donated, Mini Minter donated, like Zerka donated, like all these people like also were putting money into it without saying a word online. It's like, they, and it just shows the type of people they are, which is absolutely lovely. But Thanks to those people and thanks to 
the viewers, um, the amount of money they donated, but some of them stayed awake with me. There were viewers who were there from beginning Gosh. to end, just chatting. And I thought I was struggling, but imagine just that being there typing. Like, how are they staying awake? Um, <laughs> yeah, and my mods, like, it, it was incredible. I had so much help just from people helping me out in both, like, mods, chatting. Um, I'm Alex came and streamed with me for about six hours. He came on at 10 a.m. and stayed with me until four in the morning. And I was like, that's cool. you hero. Dude, that's awesome. um, so yeah, people really really helped with that but we hit the 10 grand mark on hour 27 so i was like great this has given me my content for the last hour of this stream so i don't i, I can't fall asleep if my head's being shaved um so i had this massive <laughs> massive green quiff at the time um and then yeah my, my partner ariane came in and just shaved it all off and it was emotional because obviously it meant quite a lot to us so i'm there just crying partially because it was lovely that we'd raised so much and also because i'm losing my hair so it was it was oh, it was incredible it's it's such a wonderful way to to you know well done to you both for doing such an admirable brilliant thing as well to kind of and highlighting this charity as well which is we've had friends of ours who had the same kind of thing happen where it's it's not it's not talked about enough no and i think it's it's really great that you guys highlighted that and that's what's a bit amazing i think over the last year as well everything from covid situations like yours and others gaming's been a great way to kind of bring to 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 raise money for for charity and and i found that so many prevalent people in in the in the business have have found ways they can give back in in gaming streams have you found the same thing like it seems like it's a a great way to to raise money for for great causes as well yeah the the amount of times i've gone to raid someone and um i I have a bit of a thing on stream i'm not the biggest streamer um i'll I'll probably have two three hundred people watching me but my my thing that i like doing at the end of my streams is always raid someone who's maybe only got like 20 people watching them just because i know it will make their day anyway but the amount of times i don't know who to raid so my viewers will just go oh this person's really nice this person's really nice but the amount of times people write um oh this person's doing a charity stream you should jump in there and i'll just i'll, I'll go and do that as well it's it, it does seem very big online and no matter how big the streamer is you'll see that they raise a decent amount of money as well because people are really really into getting behind that these days which is obviously incredible um incredible for multiple many 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 charities um but obviously most people choose a charity based on what's happened to them and i think that also helps because if there's a if there's a proper kind of emotional story and a connection to that story i think people are more willing to give as well you know what i love i love you know i just echo absolutely everything adam just said but ultimately like yes you raised a lot of money for a wonderful cause yes you engaged with a lot of amazing people online and ultimately you have ended up looking sexier than ever so i think overall It was, a, it was a really good idea. I think it was a great idea. Yeah. Um, just, just, just as we start to like start to wrap things up here, Adam. I think there's a certain game we've started playing with with um, with our guests. Yeah, yeah. We so we so Stevie, we started this game a couple of weeks ago, and I think I think and you know, hopefully you guys listening as well and, and watching are enjoying this too. But ultimately, we thought. It's, it's really hard to summarize a plot sometimes of games because they're so far-fetched and wacky most of the time. We thought, we'll play this game where you give, it, you give someone 30 seconds to try and break down the, the plot of a, of a game. Um, we've tried, we, with the first week, we did Super Mario 1 and Sonic 1, didn't we? And we don't it was, talk about Mario. I never want to talk about Mario. Ian, Mario. we said this last week, Ian went specific on what Mario was, was actually wearing in the game. And actually, <laughs> the plot didn't matter. It was just about what he was actually wearing. Okay. And that, it became, it was not. I wasted it was too much time, Stevie, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And 30 seconds flies. Yeah. Like, it's quick. Okay. 
Um, so what the challenge is, 30 seconds. Would you like to choose a game? We can choose one for you to try and summarise in 30 seconds. Oh my God, I'm trying to think of a game. My, my go-to game would have been um, Sonic. Sonic. Um, let's... I could, I could go, I could go old school Pokemon. I think I could, I think I could pull something okay. out of that. Okay, okay, yeah, I like yeah, this. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking right. like the story of Ash? Is that is that where you're going here? Or? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, the story of your character in the game, but also the story of him in the, in the TV show. But um, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do well, it from Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, I'll do it from the perspective of I'm in the game rather okay, than okay. I'm not just going to tell you what happened in bloody the original Pokemon series. I will, I will tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what happened in my version of the game. <laughs> All right, so okay, you've got 30 okay. seconds, and I'm going to count you in. Okay. And I'm going to... If you look at me, I will give you um, signs as when you're running out of time. Okay. Yeah. Be specific, Stevie. That's the, that's the key here. Okay. Specificity. Specificity. Brilliant. So remember, the person, the person listening to you right now maybe doesn't even know what a Pokemon is. Okay, so cool. Just to throw that in there. Yeah. Here we, here we go. In three, two, one, let's go. Okay, I'm in a house. My mum's really annoying and I'm going, look, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm only 10 years old, but I'm going to go on an adventure. I see a really old man who goes, do you want one of these little monsters here? You can have one. And I go, yeah, I'll have the green one because I'm a nerd and I want that one. Um, I go up to a different town and my mum's gone. He's just left home and he's 10. And a man teaches me how to catch like this weird little worm version. And I go, okay, I'm going to do this. I meet this fella who's like, I hate you and I don't know why I hate you. We're rivals. My name's Gary, but it's okay. And I go, fine, I'm going to beat you and be the best one ever. Um, I go and beat loads of other... (laughs) What? How was that 30 seconds already? How was that 30... I told you about a weird old man and... Um, Wait, Sam, Pokemon. just do me a favor. But that needs clipping. That needs clipping. Yeah, that 100%. needs to go online. Whatever, whatever you just how, said. How was got, that? I'm got, 10 years old and I'm leaving. Yeah, it, it got a bit weird towards here. It's like you met this guy called Gary. He invited you into his home and that, it ends there. It sounds like a very suspect game, but I, I, I like it. I think. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. 30 seconds flies. I, didn't realize, I thought Jeez. I was on about 10 seconds. I was like, I've got this. I was about to tell you about the gym leaders and then the the elite four. I was I was ready. I was ready. I don't know if you got the. I don't know if you got. I don't know why I told you about the little reference of the strange old man, not Professor Oak, yeah. but the one who shows you how to catch a weedle. Um, in, in the, yeah, in, I think it's in. Yeah, you're, you're thinking. In the moment, you think, oh, this will be great context. So yeah. they, know, like, they need to know about the Weedle thing. I was like, they don't but need obviously... to know that. They don't need to know that at all. <laughs> but it's like when I talk, when I did Mario and I said, you know, he's a plumber, he wears overalls, he's got a moustache, he's got a red... And I'm thinking, these are all key things of what made him so successful. So I need yeah. to get this across. The Weedle, the Weedle was important. Without that, I wouldn't have known how to catch my first Pidgey. So... There you, there you go. It's, mate, I think a valiant effort. I mean, we've got to ask you before you go as well, Stevie. Um, we haven't asked you greatest game of all time in your opinion oh, like great. the the greatest game that great. you've ever played the game that you love more than any we could ask okay we could ask you one of two things favorite episode of happy hour you've ever been on favorite game of all time oh let's have these let's have these two okay, okay. um this is big happy hour i really i really struggle with that my, my favorite episodes are when it's just me jack and robbie like i could have the biggest guest in the world but you're so relaxed when it's just your mates. So like, yeah. th- and the stuff you can come out with and not worry about getting cancelled. Um, and then we we have a we have a <laughs> we have a little saying on Happy Hour where we just go cut that, Katie, um, to our producer because it's like <laughs> that's never going to see the light of day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my favourite episodes are with those, and one of my favourite ever would have been we did a hypothetical situations kind of episode, and then as for best game ever. I think I think I'd have to go Pokemon. I'd, I'd have to go old school Pokemon because that's the game that I'd put yeah. more hours into than anything else. Um, I was a big 
Pokemon Crystal fan. Um, and I think I played Sapphire as well. So old, old, not true old school, but I like the ones once they actually gave you the running trainers and the bikes because walking around in the old school, really old games was an absolute ball ache. Now, do you know what? I'm going to throw something out here. Just, just something. I mentioned it to you, Sav, when we were texting each other. But you listening right now, we want to know what your favorite game of all time is. But we want you to do it in a bit of a different way. So wherever you listen to your podcast, go give us a five-star rating. I mean, you just have to do that. And then when you leave your review, rather than leaving a review, just tell us what your favorite game ever made is, and we will give you a shout-out on next week's episode. Love that. I love that. But definitely do that. Um, Stevie, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, dude. I really appreciate it. Obviously, you don't do too many podcasts, and we feel honoured to have you on here today, mate. Yeah, I, I and, refuse um, normally, so you're, you're, you guys are very lucky to have me. Um, you should feel <laughs> yeah. privileged. I do, Stevie. We do, we do. Uh, it's, um, no, it's been great. And um, Stevie, just so we know as well, if, if someone who's listening hasn't found you online, which I can't believe I'm asking, uh, social media-wise, where can we find you? I'm Stevie11White on everything. Born on the 11th of July. People always get confused or go, why 11? Mainly because Stevie White was taken. But um, yeah, Stevie... Stevie 11 white on everything twitter instagram twitch um youtube soon i will i will be sorting that and yeah, yeah. I, i'm not too interesting but just listen to happy hour that's probably your best you bet. know stevie t- people really want to know where we can find jack so can you just <laughs> so his, his name's jack mate um just, uh, two a's in jack two a's in yeah. mate no stevie yeah. it's I, I your honestly... sidekick he's your sidekick <laughs> As you listening and watching this right now, we'll know it's very obvious that Stevie is, is a wonderfully, um, like I said at the very start of this podcast, modest, humble, and beautiful man. Um, I, I genuinely mean it, Stevie. Getting to know you over the last year has been has been a blessing, and I think you're a wonderful human being. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank and, you. Uh, That's best, lovely. Best of luck with whatever's next, Stevie boy. Cheers. Good luck, buddy. Thank Whoever you. Um, thank you guys for watching uh, and to listening as well. And uh, do make sure to get in touch on socials. And we'll see you for the next episode. For now, thanks, Stevie. Thanks, Ian. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye for now. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mention this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye.